0: You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. 702 and Cape Talk. Take your bites with Aki Anastasio. Yes, indeed. It is time for this week's edition of The World of Technology and Society with Aki. How's it, Aki? Hello, UCBS. Good morning to you. Are you well? I'm good, thanks. Who's helping v- you out with the show today over I'm, there? I'm busy. What's your name? Are you cheating on me with no, a No, no, I'm not whole? cheating
1: with you. This is an Sounds app. like or... a woman's voice, so I don't no, feel guilty. It is, but I'll if if i If it was a t- man,
0: I would have felt guilty.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, this is a, this is a fantastic uh, device, okay? Um, it's not a device. It's actually an app, okay? And it's been designed for people who are blind and who have got low vision. And they've done this research at Microsoft and they're using the power of AI and the cloud. And what this app does um you simply point the phone right um, so if you 're a blind person, for example you 'll point the the phone in a certain direction in a room if there 's an object, if there's a person if there 's a currency uh because it can identify currencies um it can identify objects and now now watch this okay, I want to show you so i 've turned this this app on right Abel, mm-hmm. I want you to stand there as well um and we now we now press the button um it 's got okay, look at this.
0: One, two wow. faces, one face near top edge, three feet away.
1: Okay, that's so ra- giving you a
0: verbal description of what ra- it's saying. Exactly.
1: Raise your hand. Okay.
0: One hey. face near center, four, one face near top edge, four feet away. So this is not telling you that faces, I want to talk to Pick me, away. sir. Pick me, sir.
1: So what it's doing, as you move the camera around, okay, it, it identifies the room and what it's seeing. Um, now, the, the lighting here isn't the greatest, but what it can see is it can see if you're smiling. It can see if there's aggression in your face just based on AI and technology. Uh, it's also got the ability to, to kind of read the scene, identify the colors that are in the scene. Now, if you, for example, um, take the piece of paper that you have in front of you, yeah. right, and uh, you want to read what's on this particular paper. preview. Can it read the text? You can read the text. It normally reads it out um, and it tells you about the light in the room. So it's it's able to. It's got the handwriting Handwriting preview. Okay. We, so we, what is it? We've on just the quality of the lighting? Yeah, it's just the, the quality of the lighting yeah. and obviously the connectivity because this is talking directly to the cloud. So it's using the power of computing to kind of translate what's happening there and identify it. But you know, it's, it's a, it's an app that's available and it's called Seeing AI. Um, it's, it's pretty new and it's just growing in, in stature and it will grow the more people use it. But the fact is that you will be able to, as a blind person, use your phone to identify things and just bring what you can't see into your mind which is quite extraordinary the way they're going with these how kind does of it to do you know how it
0: compares to existing technologies you know what there's a well, lot there's of, technology- of technologies out there that can do like you know, from reading to voicing yes. emails and that kind of thing.
1: Well, you know, uh, the, the camera now, you see, I mean, the camera has kind of been standardized all these years. It just takes a picture. Yeah. Now the camera is becoming super intelligent because the camera is plugging into the data connectivity, and it's now being used to identify what's happening around and contextualizing things around it. So when they talk about uh, an artificial intelligent phone and a smartphone with a smart camera, that, that's exactly what they mean. And I think that these cameras in the future, Future, The next stage is for them to do a lot more than just taking photographs. Sure. And that's what's amazing about the world that we're living in today. I think that's absolutely amazing. Literally an extension
0: yeah. of, of, of some part of someone's functionality that otherwise can impair their quality of life. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, no, look, you can already, for example, if you're going to a different country, right, um, you can use, there are different apps that you can scroll over uh, foreign, uh, foreign text mm. and it translates it into English. Mm. Have you seen that? Mm. I've seen that, yes. Yeah. We reason. actually did it on yeah. Technobot. So exactly. Yeah. So now they're putting all of these things into some one simple app so that a blind person has got, um, in inverted commas, vision. Mm,
0: that's yeah. stunning. Well, let's stick with that theme, shall we? Yes. It's funny because someone had called in to the Naked Scientist last week to ask about both the feasibility and the cost of a bionic eye because they had unfortunately lost their vision to an illness. Um, this is like in the middle of your life, and suddenly this hits you out of nowhere. And uh, I think the Naked Scientist uh, gave a pretty good description, but it didn't sound like something that may be real within The next uh,
1: couple of years Or decade or so But it's coming it's coming quick These are the guys from the University of Minnesota and they're doing a lot of this kind of stuff. They've actually de- developed a, a 3D printed array of light receptors on a on a hemisphere surface. In other words, they've created a, a bionic eye and someday they say that it will help blind people see better and essentially uh, or, or poorly sighted people see better. It's not a commercially available thing yet, but these researchers have kind of set the benchmark on what is possible and what can be done and essentially that uh, they've created this hemisphere glass dome um, and they they used a custom 3D printer and they put a base ink on, on, of, of silver particles, what they call them. The dispensed ink stayed in place, it dried up, okay, and then it ran down over the curved surface. Because that's the challenge with 3D printing. On the moment you have a curved surface, it poses all sorts of different challenges. The researchers then used the semiconducting polymer materials to print photodiodes which convert light into electricity. And this process, remarkably, took less than an hour to do. But what these guys have been doing, and I've seen some of their other work, this is one of their many things that they're doing. They are using, uh, they're printing artificial organs. They're printing skin they are printing um, you know uh, electronic fabrics that mimic our bodies um, you know organs so the bionic skin one which they've already released mm. a few months ago is absolutely fascinating I'm, I'm all using 3d eh? printers i'm really
0: amazed by how 3d printing has become a fully fledged subdivision of biotechnology what is the origins of of 3d what's the uh, original Purpose. Well, it's
1: just to print uh, different uh, objects, you know, um, plastic objects in particular. None and then the next thing f- you have all these applications
0: as. You see,
1: in the next twenty years, you will be able to have your organs printed and put back into your body, and you'll have another kidney or you know these kind of organs. It's it's astonishing where mm, it's going.
0: Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Apple.
1: Humans yeah. of Apple, yeah. So you You're was, one of them, aren't you? Uh, well yeah. I, I use I use a whole plethora of devices that I keep testing, but Can I you show know. you this joke? You can you can describe it to the listeners. What is
0: the joke? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this uh, the other day floating around on social media and I had a good I had a good chuckle. Let me see.
1: So is is the phone is coming across over here? Okay, there we go. There we go. People <laughs> People changed completely, it says, when they started using iPhone. It must be the Apple. It changed Eve too. <laughs> 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 it's brilliant. who sent you that i love it it's, so cute. it's so cute. the internet of things the internet of things well here's a company september the 12th they uh, you know around this time of the year they launched their new devices um they've sent out the invitations and on the invitation is um you know this 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 cylindrical object on the front of the invitation and it's kind of uh Uh, People are trying to work out what does this mean. It says gather around and um, a lot of people are saying it's got to do with the button, the, you know, the start button where they got rid of and they said that, uh, you know, that's going to be, uh, you know, they're going to get rid of it amongst all the other phones. But what we do know is that there will be three new models, uh, a larger premium model. There's a larger, uh, cheaper model and it's going to have different colors. Uh, They're saying that the two premium models will have OLED screens and the cheaper phones will use LCD technology. But it's a, it's like a massive, massive launch. Consider the fact that 11 years ago, Steve Jobs got up and introduced the first iPhone. Mm. The company at the stage was, was worth $98 billion, mm. right? And just in the last month, the company went over the $1 trillion yeah. mark in yeah. value. That's in the last 10 years, just to put into that perspective what that that is, this company's done in just a decade. Yeah. Okay, it's a lot of money. Amazing, um, but so that's happening on the twelfth of September. Look forward to seeing what Apple's going to announce, and of course, uh, a lot of leaks out there. Um, but there are certainly funky colors, bigger phones, better cameras, and lots of AI. I would imagine but we'll find stuff. out in the next two. Thank weeks. you, Aki. Have a beautiful week. You too, you CBS.